Do you know what it means to be a good friend? With me today, I have two amazing women who are very intentional in their friendships, and they are going to be talking about how to be a good friend. Michelle Akrami is here. She has five children between the ages of four and 10, and Heidi Ullman is here with two teenagers and one adult child. I know that you are going to be so blessed by this conversation. Hi friends, welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Well, thank you guys so much for both being back again. Thank you, Heidi, for coming again. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And thank you, Michelle. It's going to be so much fun today. Thanks for having me. I feel like it's such a treat because getting to talk about friendship and like being with my friends at the same time. (laughs) so fun. Double, double the fun. Oh, and I'm so thankful for friends. What a wonderful, wonderful blessing. Mm-hmm. And I think in our culture, it's interesting that there's this perception of like having lots and lots and lots of friends mm-hmm. is like a winning thing. Like, well, how many, I even hear having a kid who's like sort of introduced to like the social media world, not really yet, mm-hmm. but at least through mine. And like, well, how many friends do you have? Like, those aren't friends. Those are just people. Like you guys are friends. Mm. So what do you think? What do you think is the difference between like a real friend and just a person who's an acquaintance Hmm. in your life? Because it's not the same. So what do you think, Michelle? It comes down to like almost like a shared commitment in some ways, you know, Mm. Um, thinking of that person when they're not around, being thoughtful, dropping a text to saying, thinking of you, or what can I pray for? Or, you know, things like that being invested, I think, yes. instead of just having a, maybe one common thing that you have and then having fun together, which is great, but having like a deeper, I don't know, is commitment the word? I'm yeah. trying to find the word, but No, yeah. that makes sense. I feel like it's an actual relationship. There you go. Rather yeah. than just maybe some commonality. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think investment is a good word. Mm-hmm. I think investment where you're reciprocal to one another, Mm -hmm. you have, you have relationship with each other and it's, it's fairly even. There's a reaching out Mm -hmm. from both sides to come together and, um, you know, maybe that person would call you, call you when you need it and they, Mm -hmm. you didn't know you needed it or something like that. Whereas an acquaintance you know, we have a lot of friends on social media, but they're not necessarily friends. We wouldn't call mm-hmm. them if we were, yeah. you know, needing to talk to somebody or anything like that. Okay. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the give of other people in our relationships. Like what qualities do you think that you, or that have you seen in the people who have loved you best that you've been mm-hmm. like, man, they are a good friend mm-hmm. because what Heidi? Mm. I can remember a time in my life where I I was at a point where I did not know what to do. I uh, had lost my husband, and I I was overwhelmed with that that issue of not of being alone mm-hmm. with three small children. And I had a I had a friend come in and literally picked me up and carried me 
where she took over a situation and she organized a bunch of people Mm -hmm. to come and I had to move out of my house where I was living at the time and she organized a bunch of people and she came in and she took care of everything and it just took care of my heart and my spirit and my person and really caring for my family too at the time my kids and just really she knew what I needed when I didn't know I needed it myself Mm -hmm. and she cared for me in that way Wow. Yeah. That's really beautiful when you think about caring for someone's heart because you have to know them well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she had to know you first and then be willing to say, like, I see this need that you're not even saying. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to do this. Do it. Yeah. Which is so, that could be so uncomfortable potentially. Mm -hmm. And there's risk in that because, like, you Mm -hmm. could have been, like, you could have not taken that Mm -hmm. great. But even the fact that she loved your kids well, like, isn't that even more loving to you yeah she served your children well too yeah and I've had I've had other friends that have come in and and asked like hey let's go to coffee and I okay you know because I don't make those oftentimes I don't make that time for myself Mm -hmm. but they caused me Mm -hmm. they will cause me to make time for myself and to to be refreshed in the presence of mm-hmm. of themselves mm-hmm. something that like in my season right now with having a lot of little children that would not be easy it's like we're right. gonna have to find someone to watch the kids one of my girlfriends for my birthday this year said okay so I was thinking about what could really bless you and like that's a true friend mm-hmm. like what would serve mm-hmm. you where yeah. you are right now she's like so I wanted to offer to watch all of your kids so you and Sean could go on a date I was like, yes please <laughs> yes. like yeah. that served me so well right mm-hmm. where I am but again it's knowing mm-hmm. that she knew she knows yeah. my heart mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. what about you yeah. Michelle the qualities that people have loved you well Mm. as a friend. I mean, you know, similar to what Heidi was saying, um, I think, and maybe it's because it's one of my love languages too, but I mean, I just, my close friends are ones that if they see a little thing, like if they're out at the store or, Mm. you know, just Mm -hmm. little things that remind you of the person, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, and like coffee is a love language for me. Right. So if, if a person brings a coffee, I'm like, yes, you, you know, <laughs> you are my right. friend. <laughs> but things like that, you know, just that show that you're thinking of the, like you're just on their mind, you know, yeah. obviously not all the time, but just they're just aware, you know, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. looking to what will bless you. And I've seen um I've seen God be true to his word in Proverbs where it says, um, a man who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Mm -hmm. And how many times, you know, just, you know, wanting to bring a meal to a new mom friend or, you know, someone that's really sick or whatever. And sometimes having to really go above and beyond maybe my energy limit at the Mm -hmm. moment, but I really feel like that's something I want to do for them. I've always seen God returned that in mm-hmm. some way mm. for me, you know, and not that I did it for that, you know, but I just in friendship, I really see that at play a lot, you know, and it's just like a really cool dance, I think, you know, in friendship. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the reciprocity comes in, mm-hmm. being reciprocal, mm-hmm. yeah. is that when you're in a place of being able to give that mm-hmm. you do, mm-hmm. and then yeah. in the moments when you cannot give, maybe you're, you're, friend is there to be able to give and to to return it so that's where the reciprocity comes in but yeah Mm -hmm. and that also requires you being willing to receive it too right which which is hard yes that's not my strength my strength is like i want to be the one to just do all the things like let me give these things to you (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's been 
it's been really interesting. So also thinking like you don't always have some seasons you have a lot more to give into mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. and other seasons you have less to be pouring into yeah. because you're pouring into other people yeah. or other places, like mm-hmm. even within your home or within work, if it's a busy work mm-hmm. season right now, as we've been so busy getting like this podcast all put together and trying to front load so much of the work because of the baby coming um, and just trying to time all of that best. I feel like I've been a very, it's kind of funny doing this podcast because I feel like I've kind of been like a B-level friend, whereas normally I'm like, <laughs> I want to be like the A-plus friend for everybody. But I've just had to give myself grace and knowing, no, my yeah. friends know me though, and they yeah. know my heart. And I've had, it's been like thing after thing of like someone um, offered to bring us a meal and no one ever mm. offers to bring you a meal when you don't have a baby. Like yeah. hmm. what? But it's a very good friend. And yeah. she, when she offered, my first thought again was like, hmm. no. Like, we're okay, and we could have been okay, but I thought, no, let them bring a meal. And it was such a blessing. And then another friend offered to send us donuts one morning through something, or just did. She just said, are you home this morning? But she knows that we've really been just burning the candle at both ends. Mm -hmm. And like friends being willing to see that, to see when you're at a place that you're running on low or just tired or whatever, Mm -hmm. to just step in and say, I'm just doing this for you. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And so how do you feel like the differences between the way that culture paints a friend or like paints friendship mm-hmm. and what true friendship actually looks mm-hmm. like? You want to start, mm-hmm. Heidi? Yeah, I've actually been thinking about this because I was talking with a friend of mine the other day and she said to me that I I want to be her friend and I'm not looking for her to fit a particular mold. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to have her be someone she's not in order to be my friend. Mm-hmm. I'm authentically interested in her as a person, her family, her, you know, her life, her interests. And it and so I think a lot of times in our culture, we we may look at a friend as someone who can, you know, make us look good or fit a mold of something, you know, fit, mm. fit a box that we want to, you know, check off mm. certain things. And I think we need to approach people and allow them to be who they are authentically because we, I think we live in such a world that can paint pictures of things that aren't real. You know, even like looking at somebody's Instagram, they're, they're showing their best self. Right. Where, mm-hmm. where's the hard part, you know, but it's like standing with someone in that hard part. Mm-hmm. And um, I think sometimes our culture paints a false picture of what life really looks like. And so I think, you know, just embracing someone who they are for who they are yeah. authentically without having to have them, you know, check off certain boxes or whatever. Yeah. Well, and that you know. takes so much trust because that means you're willing to be vulnerable with your, right. yourself. Yeah. Because, say, because again, that reciprocity, be you are... You're the one that is also having to be real. Yes. And that's hard too sometimes. Mm-hmm. To Especially be. if it's in a new place. Yeah. Yeah. A place yeah. you haven't been in for a long time. One of the things I've thought of is the way that culture paints it as like this fun event. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I think of like if I were to like Google like friendship images, you know, to like <laughs> use on a blog or something, mm-hmm. it'd be like ladies out for a night or like, you know, a dinner party and like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like I would love 
to all just go out and have dinner that's and dessert and that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, or like, let's just host a dinner party. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know, that would be yeah. lovely. But like reality is I get to probably host a dinner party of women, like once every five years, you know, of like mm-hmm. all my people, yeah. um, which is beautiful, but that's not where real friendship is. Mm-hmm. I feel like real friendship mm-hmm. comes in the moment of being there. Like you said, when someone needs you mm-hmm. and those aren't beautiful normally, I mean, sometimes they're beautiful, but they're not always beautiful. And sometimes they're hard and, but it's important and it's important Mm -hmm. to be willing to like get dirty kind of, or go to those deeper places or the Mm -hmm. harder places or the hurtful places Mm -hmm. yourself to join them in those. Yeah. I think sometimes too, we want to come in and, and if somebody's having a hard time, we want to fix it. Yeah. We want to make it better for them. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. You know, except be the hands and feet, you mm-hmm. know, and 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 yeah. like be the shoulder to cry on. Yes. And just be the hand to hold in that time. And you know, there's tears and you know, mascara if you're not wearing mm-hmm. waterproof or whatever right. like and you know, lots of just mm-hmm. yuck, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's just being willing to be there for someone so that in turn they could be there for you. Yeah. And sometimes that can be scary. Mm-hmm. I remember a moment when a friend called me and she was in a very, very hard spot and I needed to figure out an option of like, okay, who can watch my kids? Cause this person needs me like right now, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. tomorrow and figured that out and then was able to go to be just a presence. And I remember feeling like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to love you best in this moment. Mm-hmm. But re- like really feeling encouraged in my heart. It's not about me. This isn't yeah. about mm-hmm. m- how I'm going to feel about loving you best in this moment. And mm-hmm. I just need to be willing to be there mm-hmm. and show up and then trust that I can follow my instincts and trust mm-hmm. that I can be present and just my yeah. presence will be important mm-hmm. enough. And I was going to, I was going to add to that too, like, you know, being trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Being someone, mm-hmm. you know, I, I sat around the a dinner table not long ago with some friends of mine and I kind of looked around and they had shared some hard things with me in confidence. And it was sort of, I was thinking, you know, what has allowed me to gain that privilege, mm-hmm. the honor and the privilege of being able to walk through a hard thing with a friend. And trust. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so it's being, it's being trustworthy and, you know, and trying to live with integrity, yeah. you know, especially mm-hmm. when you're holding someone's really hard mess, mm-hmm. you know, with them, it's yeah. like bearing a burden with them, but being trustworthy and not, you know, not sharing those things with others. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes right in perfectly into our next thought is talking about why are girlfriends important? Mm. And I think it is different. It is a girlfriend is different than my husband. Like oh, sweet, sure. sweet man listens to all my words, but like <laughs> if I didn't have my girlfriends to give some yeah. of the words and feelings and thoughts to, you know, like, I just don't know how he could deal. Yeah. Um, so, so why do you think that it is, it's hard, especially I think about, it's easy to say like, well, but my kids are little right now. So like, it's just too hard for me to make time for girlfriends mm. or like, well, in the next season, there's going to be more time for girlfriends. But I really like the dynamic of us here because I'll have a new baby 
and you have all young children, Michelle, and then Heidi, you have older kids, Mm -hmm. and they still need your time. Like if you just kept saying, well, in the next season, I'll have time. Mm -hmm. Like, does it get easier? Is it like really? It just changes. It's different, right? Yeah, it's now, you know, my girl's sitting on my bed (laughs) at midnight and I'm like barely keeping my eyes open (laughs) and they just want to talk and share. And, and so it's just, it's different, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but just again, feeling the honor and the privilege that they would want to, to communicate that with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, but also now, you know, with a little bit extra time, I can reach out and talk to friends, but I, one thing that I do is I, if someone comes to mind, I'll send them a text. Mm -hmm. I don't have to talk to them. You've done it to me. Yeah, like we will have not texted in a while. Yeah. And then I'll just, oh. Yeah, because I just, you know, th- certain, like what you were saying about when your friends go to the store and they see something that reminds you, if that happens to me, I'll just send them a text because I don't have to have the obligation of being on the phone, you right. know, and people, we're busy, you yeah. know, we're busy as moms, as, as you know, in work and life. Mm-hmm. And so they may not have a chance to sit and talk and I might not either. So I just send them a text mm-hmm. and several people have told me like, thanks for sharing that with mm-hmm. me. Thanks for just like being that touch point of like you noticed me, yeah. you know, being seen. Being seen. Yes. yes. That's absolutely a huge being seen. importance. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why else? Why do you think, Michelle, why do you think girlfriends are important? Yeah. I mean, I think there's something that about it that normalizes our experience too, you yes. know, like we're all in this not together. Crazy if we're yeah, feeling a certain exactly. way. <laughs> and same thing. Like, or we're all crazy loves together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, my husband will listen and we'll talk, you know, but just like you were saying, you know, there's only so much that he can understand, you know, with things. And so, um, yeah, friendships are just so, so important. And, um, I just think especially in motherhood too, because, and it's even especially again in, in this COVID season, mm-hmm. just how much we need each other, you know, we're experiencing something that our generation hasn't experienced, um, And there's a lot going on, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're under a lot of different pressures, different, Mm -hmm. you know, um, things. And so really being there for each other and saying, yeah, today's felt heavy. Has it felt heavy for you too? And just that feeling of empathy too is really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, so I remember just, you know, when my kids were really little, like play dates were so great. And (laughs) I remember joking with one of my friends that, um, their kids, um, uh, we're saying, yeah, we can't wait to see, you know, our friends and all that stuff. And my, my mom friend was joking. Oh, well, I'm excited to see my friend, you know, this isn't just for you guys. This is for mom too, you know? And so we just need each other. Um, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. I made the mistake once when we, we, one of the things that we do to be with people, um, and with friends is I realized that my friends, a lot of times do fall in relationship with where my kids friends are Mm -hmm. that, um, we do a like a park day every other week with our homeschool community that we're part of. And um, one day they were, there were just a lot of things going on, a lot of feelings in our house and a lot of choices being made and stuff. And I thought, okay, we need to, this may not be a good day to go to the park. And, and I said, you know, if we can't, if we can't get this figured out, we just may not get to go. And as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I thought, no, yeah. I don't want to miss that. I need that time yeah. to be. Don't punish to... yourself. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. And so I right away, I friends. fixed it. I was like, never mind. We're yeah. definitely going, but you may have to sit with me on my blanket yes. as this continues. <laughs> totally, and not get before. to be with everybody. 
because oh. I just don't want to give it up. Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. So have you, have you ever been in a place where you haven't felt like you had a group of friends, like a group Mm. of friends surrounding you in your life, Michelle? Yeah. I've had seasons of life where close friends moved away Mm -hmm. and I remember, you know, it was years ago, but I just had like a bunch of them. And it was hard. And we also made um, like a change in our homeschool co-op. And so it was just a different circle, you know. And I definitely remember feeling lonely for a while. And also not feeling the energy at that time to feel like I wanted to invest in new friendships, you know, because it just was so much. Um, But over time and over just putting myself out there in our new co-op and stuff like that, I made new friendships, but it takes time, you know? So, you know, if people are in a season of loneliness, just it's mm-hmm. little things of putting yourself out there, you know, getting a phone number from someone new and just maybe a couple days later texting, hey, it was mm-hmm. really great to meet you or, mm-hmm. you know, just little things that start connecting you. But it's, those seasons are hard, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Well, and I think also realizing, I think that we all think that everyone else has people yeah. Mm-hmm. And that you're probably the only one who doesn't have people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But realizing like you saying, you putting yourself out there and being like, hey, could, like, could I have you guys over for whatever? Or would you like mm-hmm. to meet for coffee or yeah. whatever? That you don't know if that person might be just mm-hmm. wishing and aching to have someone themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you might be the answer for them, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about being a good friend. So being a good friend is definitely not always convenient. You guys are both such good friends, so I'm glad that you can mm-hmm. encourage people on this topic. And mm-hmm. um, how would you recommend that someone be a better friend just from the start? Mm-hmm. Like, what are some mm-hmm. tangible steps someone could take to start being a better friend? You want to go first, Heidi? I can go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say an important, an important thing to do would be to listen to not be so quick to offer advice or to try to fix things. Like I said earlier, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. we try to fix things, but really just listening and, and taking an interest in someone Mm -hmm. to not be having the sense of urgency to rush off and do something else, but to really, you know, invest that time and, and just listen and, because I think there's so much noise in our world today that there, and there's so many things coming at us that we're, we're quick to, you know, if someone shares something with us, we're quick to like rebut mm-hmm. or we're quick to, well, this is what I think, you know, but really listening and seeking to understand. And I think the, the climate of our world is such that we really do need to listen to one another. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause that's the only way you can know their heart yeah. right. is if you do listen, which goes right. back to what we talked about earlier. And it's, it's, and that's again, the, the reciprocity. If yeah. you're willing to listen mm-hmm. to someone, they're more willing to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it's, you know, just being quiet and listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think is important. Which does take intentional time. And yes, yes. It, yeah. does. it does. It does. Michelle, Definitely. what do you think? Yeah. I mean, likewise, but I mean, just one practical thing came to mind. Um, After you're getting to know them and you have for a while, finding out when their birthday is, it's Mm. just a really special thing, I think, to to just show that you care. And Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that came that came to mind. Keep a list of people's birthdays and, Mm -hmm. you know, people on your block, their birth. You know, I just I feel like that's a really Mm -hmm. neat, tangible way to say, like, I see you, I celebrate you and Mm -hmm. you're known. 
Yeah. So some things I heard someone suggest once that I really grabbed onto myself was putting in your calendar things about people's lives that are important to you. Hmm. So like when someone says that they have something like a birthday, you know, putting that on your calendar. So you actually remember, because I'm like the worst at that. Um, but that's a nice one because you can even set up a yearly reminder. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. once it's in, it's yeah. in. Honey and I are in good shape. Our birthdays are yeah. on the same day. So yeah. we're good. We're good. <laughs> but um, but also other things that are meaningful. Like if they say like, oh, my, I've got this job interview that I'm really overwhelmed about on mm-hmm. Friday. Like if you can just be like thinking of me or praying for me. Yeah as I'm getting ready for that, that to even put that on your calendar Mm -hmm. and then maybe give yourself a reminder on it the day before. So that way you do remember because life gets busy. Like I can't remember what's on everyone's schedules, but putting those little things in the calendar of their lives Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. really helped me to be able to be a more intentional friend. So Mm -hmm. I really like that idea. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. I think the like texting. Yes. When they come to mind, just send them a text. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, thinking about you, hope you're having a good day. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah. yeah. And, and it doesn't even have to be yeah. someone who you're close to. Yeah. I think that to Agreed. the mom maybe who feels lonely, to just try one of these things. Yeah. To just say, I'm going to just, I'm going to go to that place and I'm going to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to listen to them and ask them questions about themselves. And, or I'm going to send a text to this person who I haven't talked with in a mm-hmm. while. Um, I think that's something anyone can do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Thank you guys both so much. You're wonderful Aww. friends. Yeah, and I wish other people could all just sit at this table and be encouraged by your friendship. <laughs> but hopefully they were from a distance today. Aww. So yeah. thank, thank you guys you. so much. Thanks, thank Krista. you. Every woman has the ability to be a very good friend. Think back on this conversation and pray about how you can be a blessing to the ladies in your life. If you would like to hear more from Michelle Cromie, you can follow her at The Unhurried Farm on Instagram. And if you would like to hear another conversation between me and Michelle and Heidi, go back and listen to our conversation called The Meaningful Thanksgiving. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we talk about the joys and challenges of breastfeeding.